Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And if you'd like to support the channel further, never expected, but always appreciated, you can join on YouTube by clicking that join button down below or heading on over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mark Narrations and joining up there. Thank you so much and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account who says, My 22 female twin, 22 female, has slept or tried to sleep with every one of my boyfriends. Don't want her to meet my current boyfriend, 23 male of 8 months. This happened with every single guy I've dated or been interested in. I've only had three relationships before my current one with John. My twin sister Sarah has tried to interfere with all of them. Two of my exes cheated on me with her. The third we broke up for other reasons but Sarah still tried to seduce him. He was a good guy and always had boundaries with her but that didn't stop her from trying to the point of sending him nudes multiple times and claiming oops wrong person when he told her he wasn't interested. When that didn't work, she also tried to break us up by lying to my ex and our mutual friends that I was cheating. My ex didn't believe her, but some friends did. So yeah, that was fun to deal with. Then when we were kids, like in middle and high school, as Sarah found out I had a crush, she went after the guy herself. I used to tell her those things because, well, isn't that what sisters do? She always used it against me. I told her I was working up the courage to ask my crush slash the guy I was talking to to prom. She then asked him and he said yes. She said he'd been using me to get to her. Another time, a few years before that, she announced to everyone in a class we shared that I liked this one boy who got bullied a lot. Kids then started teasing him even more and hated me. I felt horrible for months. She thought it was the funniest thing ever. She also once told a teacher whose class I was doing bad in that I was into him and willing to do favors for better grades. That got reported and I had to go through this whole counseling thing before it was finally cleared up. It was extremely embarrassing. My sister just blew it off as a prank. There's so many other situations like this. She either gets guys who are interested in me to sleep with her or ruins my chances with them by making up bullshit to make me look bad. She's ruined some of my friendships lying about me too. Told my best friend in high school I was gossiping meanly about her and went so far as faking text messages. I don't know if she actually wants these people for herself. You might think it's obviously jealousy but sometimes I think she just gets a kick out of messing with me. Anyway, I finally got my life more together after wasting the first couple of years of college on being depressed and a gaming addiction. I met my boyfriend John at a campus organization. I haven't told Sarah, but he ended up meeting my parents by accident today. I don't have much contact with them, but they decided to come for a surprise visit. 
they live over five hours away and do this a few times a semester, even though I've said I don't like it. But that's for another post. John was in my room with me when they got here. I had no choice but to introduce them. He knows I was holding off on having them meet because I don't have the greatest relationship with them. Sarah lives at home with my parents while going to college locally. I'm certain they're going to mention meeting my boyfriend and then cue her insisting on coming with them next time they surprise visit me. Also stalking my social medias to try to figure out who he is. I've tried to explain the issues I have with her to my parents. They think I'm overreacting. They say she just wants to know what's going on in my life, to be involved. Yes, that is the problem. Her involvement. And not to mention, we used to be closer before I lost trust in her to stop doing this shit. So I've seen what her own life is like. She does things my parents have no idea of. She takes party drugs sometimes. This wouldn't be a big deal, but she has no idea how to be responsible. She drives people around while drunk and high. My parents think she's with a friend studying on weekends, but she's actually clubbing in the city, then crashes with her friends for the night. I'm not sure how many real boyfriends she's had, but she's hooked up with a lot of guys the same night she met them. This has meant a few times she was scared of pregnancy. I had to help her get plan B. It sometimes feels like she sleeps with nearly any man that smiles at her and told me she's even had sex with a few girls. While wasted, however that's possible, she confides all these things to me. Whenever I need someone to talk to, she has no time. Never wants to hear anything unless she can save it as ammo. So I've gradually stopped telling her most things. If my parents knew all this, they might see where I'm coming from. It's not just random that I don't want her meeting my boyfriend. It's not because I want to hurt her or something. The problem is our parents are really strict and traditional and they'd probably kick her out if I told them any of that. They don't believe in sex before marriage. My boyfriend is the first person I've had sex with and I'm afraid my sister could use that against me to them if she finds out. So what do I do? How can I keep Sarah from finding out about him and doing the same thing she's done with all of my past boyfriends? How do I explain it to my parents? I'm going to start off with Kisses Purple Chick who says just prep your boyfriend and tell him all the stuff you just wrote here. If he knows ahead of time that she is likely to come on to him, then he can cut things off before it gets too far. Block her from seeing your friends list. It sucks that you have such a shitty sister and that you have to hide your relationship from her. OP replies saying a small, probably irrational part of me is worried that would just be sealing my fate for this to happen again. But I know it's way more likely that with the heads up, he'd shut her down from the start as you say. He doesn't seem like the type to cheat, but neither did my exes, you know. I suppose I've got more in my favor to gain by explaining it to him than by hiding it at least. I may block her. Problem is, Facebook and Insta is largely how I see what she's up to since we don't talk too often. Plus, if she realized I unfollowed or blocked her, she'd flip out and need to know why. Crashbang says it seems like she has massive insecurities about being a twin and she takes it out on you. Regardless, my response is the same. Her inability to deal with her emotions is not an excuse to treat you like shit. Distance yourself immediately. Block her. Have your boyfriend block her and cut her out except for family obligations. If she asks, just tell her that you had someone invade your privacy on social media and you raised your privacy settings, which must have impacted her. And you'll check on it when you have a chance. Be cordial and aloof. She's going to freak, given that so much of her time is spent making your life miserable. 
but she is five hours away and you have a door lock and a phone. If she gets involved again, start documenting. There is something called a no contact order that can be put in place to keep her out of your life. Threaten it. Inform your parents that you have researched and are considering it. It may make them think about your comments a little differently. OP replies saying, I'm coming to agree the best preemptive action is to block her. If she explodes over it, I can always just say I deleted my social media to focus on school or something. I forgot to mention, she has also cyber-stalked my ex-boyfriends and as well as guys she thought were into me instead of her. So yeah, I'll explain this to my boyfriend and ask him to block her too so she can't find him. She could send one of her friends to look for our profiles, so I might have to block the ones I know too. But I wouldn't be surprised if at some point some friends of hers tell her I'm still there and she figures out she's blocked. Is this all too stupid? Would it be more likely to prevent her drama if I'd just be upfront about the blocking from the start? And insecurity could be a big part. She's obsessed with the idea that I could be prettier than her. I really love my dog says and quotes. Told me she's even had sex with a few girls while wasted, however that's possible. And goes on to say, I understand that you were raised very traditionally and religiously, but it's completely possible for two girls to have sex. You might want to do some research about LGBT plus topics, just so you know and understand more. Someone questions Opie about their parents and Opie responds saying, I wonder sometimes if I could do more to limit their involvement in my life. I don't want to get into it, but it used to be a lot worse. And I'm lucky they even agreed to pay for school out of state. They originally wanted me to stay local, but I insisted. Now they say, well, you can do this, but we want to check in now and then. I've suggested Skype calls, but they're set on actually visiting. I used to tell them I didn't have time for a visit on this or that day when they tried to schedule them and they just started showing up at random. I'm afraid if I agree to schedule visits, I open the door to them pushing their way into my life even more. But I cannot physically prevent them from coming here. I could refuse to see them and have done so before when they showed up during exam week once. Ideally, I'd ask them over the phone to limit visits to a day we agree on once or twice a semester. I've done this before. They're agreeable, but the same thing keeps happening as though we never had the conversation. It's frustrating. I don't know why they feel the need to do this. I've never given them any reason to worry about me. And one more from Notu says, You had me in the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Your sister did some really mean things and I get why you're upset. But what's this supposed to mean? And quotes, I'm not sure how many real boyfriends she's had, but she's hooked up with a lot of guys the same night she met them. Or, and quotes again, she's even had sex with a few girls while wasted, however, that's possible. Then goes on to say, your sister might be mean, but you're slut-shamey, homophobic, and judgmental as hell. So, with that information, OP then went on to update their post, which said, So, I've made a lot of changes in my family life since I posted this a couple of weeks ago. I first told everything to my boyfriend. He was shocked and assured me he'd never cheat on me with my sister or anyone else. He also respected that I didn't want her to meet him. I decided to take the advice given and block her on social media. She immediately noticed like within 10 minutes after I blocked, she sent a text saying, did you block me on Instagram and Facebook? So I didn't beat around the bush. I said yes. I didn't like how she messed with my personal relationships. She tried to guilt trip me about how I hadn't told her about my boyfriend which means my parents must have told her about him like I knew they would. She exploded at me because, according to her, she would never have tried to stalk him or anything. But I haven't even gotten a chance to say I was worried she'd do this. 
She said it first, so what does that say? I told her I flat out didn't trust her to try to not take people from me. She called me psycho and selfish, but whatever really. I can't reason with her. She just never sees the problem with anything she's done. The way she thinks make it like arguing with a young child almost. I blocked her number. I still feel kind of bad doing this because what if there was an emergency and she needed me? But we live hours apart, so I figure and hope my parents will be who she contacted in that case. Then, as for them, I also got a call from my mum soon after I blocked my sister, who wanted to know what I was doing because she was upset. She'd already heard my sister's side, which was just that I'd blocked her out of nowhere. So I tried to tell her my side. I did not tell her about my sister's personal business about drugs and having sex. Like I said in the first post, I'm not going to fall to petty revenge. I just wanted to stop interfering in my life. So all I said was that in the past, she's been inappropriate with guys I've dated and has spread rumors about me and it made me unable to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Trust her. My mom then wanted to know what I meant by inappropriate. My parents are really conservative and don't believe in having sex before marriage. She also got my dad on the call at this point. I told them the details didn't matter. She kept trying to go back to this point, even wanted to know if I had been having premarital sex. It was really frustrating. I told them the point I'm trying to make is that my sister has broken my trust. They began saying I should forgive her because they care about our family and don't want to see us fighting. Well, I'm not exactly fighting. I'm simply not going to be in contact with her. To them, it's the same thing. Then they wanted me to come home for a weekend to discuss everything as a family. I said I wasn't going to do that, that I'd made my decision and have no time for a trip. They said they'd come to me then. That brought up how they show up for random visits, even when I said I don't like it. I told them I didn't want them doing that anymore. If they did it again, I wouldn't let them in or talk with them. So they flipped out. That was fun. I got to hear all how I'm constantly making problems and don't care about my family. I ended up having to block their numbers because they kept calling back and blocking on Facebook because they were sending messages going back and forth between begging to talk and accusing me of being a terrible daughter and sister. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do about them. They did threaten to stop paying for college if I cut them out of my life. I unblocked them to say I want to be in touch with them and do love them, but I can't do the unexpected visit or them prying into my personal life. I said, if they stop doing that, then I'm happy to have a relationship with them. They had a million reasons why I'm in the wrong. 
I couldn't deal with it and reblocked them yesterday. So I don't know what my tuition deal is going to be now. My boyfriend at least has been really supportive during this shit. He thinks my parents are way out of line and my sister is crazy. He's really helped keep me as sane as I can be. Overall, I just feel really shitty. I wish any of them would just listen to what I say. But if they won't, then what can I do besides put up with what you all pointed out? Was really controlling or take more control back myself? It just sucks it has to be so final, I guess. I wouldn't mind a middle ground like planning a visit with them once in a while or talking with my sister about non-personal things but they want more than I do. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it? Do you think that you would block that entire family out of your life? Like OP seems to be doing at the moment. I'm not sure what they're going to be doing, you know, with their education and how they're going to pay for that, but I'm sure there's ways around it. We've seen that time and time again within these stories. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Lowice8875 who asks, Am I the arsehole for screaming at my husband and forcing my son to pay for his boyfriend's medical bills out of his college fund? My husband, against my wishes, decided to get our oldest, Brian, 16 male, a motorcycle for his 16th birthday a few months ago so they could go riding together. It was a surprise last minute gift that I didn't know about. He also apparently went and got his license for it behind my back. I couldn't just take it from him without looking like the bad guy since he already had it, so I laid down strict rules. He was supposed to only ever drive the speed limit and they could only drive it with his dad around. He was supposed to have no passengers on it. Me and my husband are separated right now and he's staying in a nearby apartment until we figure out what we're doing with our marriage. Brian stays with me a week and stays with his dad the next week. Last Friday, while Brian was at his dad's, I get a call from the hospital saying him and his boyfriend, Clark, 15 male, had been in a motorcycle accident. I rush down to the hospital and find Brian and he's kind of banged, a gash on his forehead, some cuts and bruises, and a concussion. I asked him what happened and he wouldn't look at me until he finally got up the nerve to tell me that they wrecked on his motorcycle while he was taking Clark home from baseball practice and decided to street race some other guy. He lost control of his bike and they flipped over. Now I was steaming and asked why the hell he was out riding his motorcycle without his dad and why is he doing something so stupid especially riding with someone else. He started crying saying he was sorry and that he just wanted to know if Clark was okay. I went to check and found Clark's parents who were pissed. They told me Clark had broken a few ribs and a leg and two of his fingers. I promised to take care of the medical bills which calmed them down some. My husband showed up and tried to explain and apologize for letting Brian ride around with his boyfriend. And I just went off on him in the middle of the hospital, yelling at him that this is the reason why we were separated and that he was an irresponsible parent who never took anything seriously. I went to talk to Brian, still mad, and told him that he'd be paying for all of Clark's medical bills out of his college fund and any money he'd been saving. Since then, I've been getting calls from my husband and my in-laws about how I was being a bitch to my husband and that I shouldn't possibly be taking college away from Brian because of a mistake. Am I the arsehole? You know, we all make mistakes. I forgot to take the bins out the other day. My bin is absolutely overflowing now. It's a bloody nightmare. But this could have been so, so much worse. This could have been their lives. This could have been one of their lives. This could have been multiple people's lives if they went into a car. 
If they went into some, a pedestrian, another car, or anything like that, a child crossing the street, anything. I'm not going to get into the whole bill side of things because it sounds like it's not in the UK, so it's a very, very different system. But all the rules that were set in place beforehand from your side were just totally bypassed. You know, he wasn't with his dad. He was racing. He was going above the speed limit, most likely. And Opie did put a comment in there as well, because someone said, isn't the insurance paying for Clark's medical expenses? And said, Opie responded that said, no, it wouldn't be enough to cover because my husband got the cheapest insurance possible. And I kind of think, why isn't a husband like paying for it because you know he set up this whole scenario to begin with and i know and i know that like the son needs to be taking responsibility for his own actions as well but so does the dad who who set up this situation and bikes are just so so powerful man they're, they're, they're so much so much more powerful for what you can get for your money these days compared to what you used to be able to get and you can get a license so easy when i was a bit younger i went in for like i was going to have it like an intensive course like I've already got a driving license, so I could do this course that basically I do a week's intensive and then I can do my test and I'm able to ride a bike just like that. So I could do that test and I could go out and I just looked up the prices. I could go and get an R1. I'm not sure what the mileage is on it, but I could get one for literally £2,000, a thousand cc motorcycle, just like that. And one of my cousins did exactly the same thing. And this is what put me off. He got his, he done his intensive course. He got his fast motorcycle i think he got like a ninja or something like that i can't remember what it's called went around this corner got clipped by a car that was slightly over the line come off went into a wall that was on the side of the road and I, I don't know how many bones he broke in his body but he was like in like almost in a full body cast for months and i'm not saying you know there's not responsible bikers out there because there absolutely is i know lots of people that ride bikes that love to ride their bikes on a summer's day and just go out and enjoy the weather and all this sort of good stuff meet at the you know the local cafe and and talk about their bikes and all that sort of stuff absolutely not but it's just so so it can be so so dangerous the roads especially in the uk now they're so so busy all the time that to me and it's only to me it just wouldn't be worth the risk but all in mole anyway i'm going off on my usual shite here shady vermin says i mean he broke the rules and did a very stupid thing he's lucky they aren't both dead Motorcycles aren't toys. They are potentially lethal machines, more so than cars. He should consider himself lucky he's only losing some money out of this. But frankly, I'd be getting dear old husband to pitch in too since he went behind your back in the first place. Not the arsehole. Internal progress says so he was staying with his dad who doesn't have the same rule. Your issue with that needs to be with his dad, not him. Because it's rare a 16-year-old who is given permission to do something they want and doesn't because the other parent doesn't allow it. Of course, Clark's medical bills needs to be covered, but you're the arsehole for taking it out of your son's college fund. First, it needs to go through insurance. That's why you have insurance, and if you don't have a decent liability, at least for a teenager, you're even more the arsehole. Anything not covered by insurance, his dad needs to pay, because his dad made the decision to let him go. Yes, he was irresponsible, but you don't need to sabotage his future because you are angry about it. Oil Deep says, I think you're the arsehole. If anyone should have to pay, it should be your husband. Your son made a mistake. First be there for him. Check on him before going off on him. I'm sure he's scared as fuck and grateful both boys are okay. Depending on where you are located, the hospital bill might be 30k plus and that's assuming the other parents have food insurance. Why make your minor son go into debt and possibly deprive him of future education and make it harder for him to get off on a good start? I feel like you're more mad at your SO and you're taking your anger out on your son since he's the easy target. 
He can't really defend himself against you. So the person you're really mad at is dad. The only way to punish or get back at dad is by punishing your son. Again, grateful both boys are alive. Glittering Chaos says, since your husband and in-laws are so upset, tell them to cough up the money for the bills and your kid will still have a college fund. Win-win, right? Flash sarcasm. Not the arsehole because your kid and his boyfriend could have died. You seem to be the only one who cares. Hope your son and boyfriend have a speedy recovery in the meantime. Girl next door says, not the arsehole. Husband can pay the medical bills. He thought all of this was fine before the accident. Welcome to consequences of your actions, bud. O'Brien can get a job to pay for the medical bills. It won't have to affect his college. Divorces are expensive as fuck. Bent over backwards to be a responsible mum when a teenage son with a new motorcycle was a very bad idea. There could have been two deaths here and it's time to be as serious as a heart attack. Minimizing the fallout and just paying will spoil your son and reward your soon-to-be ex for going around your better judgment. Expect more of any behavior that you reward from both husband and son. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Who do you think should be paying? Should it be the son out of his college fund? The husband? And speaking as a clueless Brit here, is there any other sort of insurance that may cover it? I don't really know. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world. And as I said at the start, if you'd like to support the channel further, never expected, but always appreciated you can join on youtube by clicking the join button down below patreon at patreon.com forward slash mark narrations and you can even listen to the podcast if you want to mark-narrations.com and click on your favorite podcast over there thank you so much once again and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care guys hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code acast for 20 percent off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details much love yeah man i remember being so naive when life was good weather and palm trees back in the day you were everything i need but then along came a time when you crushed my dreams oh yeah you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read oh yeah you see we in despair crime everywhere you're selling false hope because you just don't care nah uh, you just don't care Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care, uh, you just don't still sell.